Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bubby Brister and Friends Fantasy Football Podcast presented by Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Bubby has jury duty this week, so it's me and Nick filling in. Uh, Nick, how did you do this week? Well, <clears throat> well, first of all, hello, everybody. Um, happy first week of football. Um, how did my team do? Well, I am top fancy points this week. And I'm not just top fancy points in this league. I'm top fancy in all three of my leagues I'm in. Um, I really knocked it out of the park. Um, I usually start off really hot and then I end really bad. <laughs> I start I start off, I start off really hot and then I get really cold and then I lose later. So it's just it's my life I live right. It's sad times. Uh, my my team was absolutely carried by my first pick. My first pick in all three leagues, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was unstoppable this week, and you know, I'm I'm banking on him. I I will, like I said when I drafted him in the in episode one, I didn't think he's gonna do 17. But my man's really trying to go after 2,000 this year. So if you want to do 2,000, I'm glad you take my first Super Bowl in this in this league. I will. Okay, my fancy disappointment on my team for real for real um, is Drake London. Drake London, um, oh, yeah. Hyatt. I would say that uh, Hyatt has zero um, as well. Danny Dimes was under duress. But Drake London giving me a big old fat goose egg. <laughs> He's a rookie playing his first game, so I get it. But Drake London being an established wide receiver, it's supposed to be uh, Mike Evans' bargain bin. He's the all these version of Mike Evans trying to make a difference here. And he had one target for no yards. You know what I mean? He was projected actually 12. So that's tough. Yeah, and what, what's tough about him is because the Falcons don't really utilize him the way you would think a team would utilize a top 10 reality drafted wide receiver is Arthur Smith gives no cares about your fantasy football team when it comes to how to run their offense. I kind of find it refreshing that, you know, he just wants to pound the ball and isn't trying to light up the scoreboards. But yes, as far as fantasy football purposes go, Drake London and... Kyle Pitts kind of can't play him, especially London. Yeah. At yeah. least Pitts is a tight I mean, end. So they, well, they said after the game that they're going to open up the playbook. So we'll, we'll we'll see. Jury's out. You called something right um, on one of our previous episodes where you said Algier was going to get more work than people were thinking with Bijan there, and yeah, you nailed mm-hmm. that. I. I played against Algiers owner and he left him on the bench. I still lost though. We'll get to my box score later. I'm looking at yours here though. You didn't have a lot of confidence in the Tampa Bay head coach. <laughs> you know, I literally went up to like maybe the final like 10 minutes and I was like, uh, it's a, it's a road game in Minnesota, new offense. I was like, uh, I, it, Flores scared me. I was like, "All right, we're gonna lose. We're probably gonna lose this game close." And then we end up like the Bucks end up winning it close. Uh, really fun seeing a uh, jerk ba- Mayfield Maker, Baker Mayfield get an angry second half of the game and taking the win um, for the Bucks. So that was pretty exciting. There's a nice little buzz in in Tampa. And then you reports come out after the game now that oh, uh, Mike Evans didn't get signed because Tampa is taking in consideration that if Baker Mayfield plays well. They're gonna have to pay him, so they're like, "Well, we need a quarterback of the future, or do you take a receiver that's on his way out?" So it's like, "Damn, 
that's that's a tough one, but I I understand. I saw an early stat line on Baker, and it was like three for eleven for you know however many yards, and I was like, oh, I guess that's not working mm-hmm. yet. And then when I and then you know right as the day progressed, that, had, yeah, I couldn't believe it. We got something wrong last week too, where we we kind of crapped on the Raiders, and we said um, the only two players they have worth anything in fantasy football are Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Looking at so you won your game 166 to 123 against the Tampa Bay Punishers, and he had Jacoby Myers on his bench. Nine catches, 81 yards, two touchdowns, 29 points left on his bench. That wouldn't I have know, been enough right? to beat you, though. Jacoby Myers, I, I you would not. It's hard to bank on Jacoby, but apparently Jacoby and uh, you know Jimmy G got a connection. That's real. Nine for 81. All right, okay. Yeah. Two tutties. All right, okay. Okay. CD Lamb had four um, catches for 77 yards, but the Dallas didn't have to do anything. They didn't do anything. And Ed um, Jaguars running back had, he had, he had really good, like he had really good, um, his initial picks. Like you can see, these are his initial picks, his big dollar picks all scored. It's all the late later on. Cause actually he started Higby. Like I said, you know, Higby would be the better one. But actually, Ingram did better. Uh, Christian Kirk did, was a no-show. Uh, Baltimore defense gave him 19 points. That's really good. You know I mean? Against Houston. Played really tough in that game. Um, McManus from Denver to Jacksonville. Give him a solid eight. So you can't beat that. But again, like you said, Tyler Lockett, here today, gone tomorrow. He was gone today. He was not in the office. You know I mean? Two for ten. Yeah, I don't trust Seattle at all. Geno Smith, I'll I'll never believe. They could be putting a Hall of Fame jacket on him. I'll be like, I still don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> you got another um, roll of the dice, right, with Calvin Ridley. Eight catches, 100, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. It was tough. Christian Kirk definitely uh, fell back. See, he's coming back down to earth. Because Calvin Hard. Ridley is a really good route runner. So that's how it's going to be. So I kind of saw that coming down the pike. So that's good. Um, I'm really disappointed in my guy, Traylon Burke. So uh, Tennessee was bad all game. But come on, man. That's just not it. You know what I mean? Two for hey, 18. Come on, man. If you ever feel like you're going to drop him, let me know. And I might I might make you a trade offer for him. I really like Burks. All right. Okay. We'll keep that in mind. But uh, good for you. You you got off to a one to no start without your first round draft pick, Jonathan Taylor, sitting in your IR spot. You got good production. You got a combined thirty points from your running backs, Alexander Madison and Javante Williams. That's solid. Alexander Madison absolutely got that touchdown on a wing and a prayer on a bad. He um Tampa, it was a bad holding call. So they had a second chance. He caught it in a little wing and scored something. Because beyond that, that was his only catch he had that game. And he had 34 yards rushing. Like Tampa's run defense was very stout that game. Because even I have the um, handcuff. And the handcuff has two points. He has a catch on the backfield and no rushing yards. So <laughs> it's a it's a tough – it was a tough day at the office. Um, I have the tight end for Cleveland. He was uh, no-show as well. Two catches for 24. Um 
Watson just didn't see him. I don't know what's going on with that, but well, I'm going to have to monitor the situation. I'm going to have to find another tight end. Uh, tight end, I don't even think you need to worry about it. I bet if you went across all the scores in our league, maybe two tight ends went into double digits. I, I don't even worry about tight end. The one tight end, I think the one tight end went over double digits was the Carolina Panthers one. Yeah, he had a touchdown. So you scored 166 points. That was the high points for the week. That means you won, well, in case the IRS is listening, you won 40 high fives that <laughs> you'll collect at the end of the season. I lost my game 164 to 119. I played the second highest scoring team in the league in the New Day co-op. He would have outscored you had he played Tua over Trevor Lawrence. Had he played Tyler Algier over either of his running backs. He had Jamar Gibbs and Jalen Warren, both of which were pretty much non-existent for fantasy purposes, especially Warren. Um, He had the Dallas defense. They put up 52 points against me. That has to be the highest scoring defensive performance in our league's history since 2008. Like, I swear, just like in, like, when I think of football, and I always think there's, like, every year there's one team that just does something so ridiculous on defense against an opposing team. Like, I think back of, like, when the Eagles played against the, the New York Giants, and that's when they had, like, Michael Strahan and Ossia Manure, and, like, they had nine sacks that game because it's like the left tackle was a turnstile, and, like, McNabb was going down all game. And I'm like, bruh. And just seeing this game, like, I didn't watch the game, but just, like, block field goal, two defensive touchdowns, yeah. two picks. Or, uh, you're pitting the entire Dallas Cowboys defense to the Pro Bowl after one game. So we were both amazed that we found out he carries two defenses throughout the season, and he looks smart here. His other defense was the Jets, who scored 26 points. That's a combined, what, 78, 78 points between his points. two defenses? God. <laughs> so even if he had played the Jets defense, 26 is an amazing number for our league in fantasy points. And, yeah, to get 52 isn't even fair. Like, I almost want to yeah, 52, you just file you a grievance. You yeah, you're like, not not fair. He's another player. That's another player score. Like, 52, scoring 52 is, like, epic level. You're, like, paint Manning Monday night against the Ravens opening game. You know what I mean? You're talking Tom Michael, Brady. Uh, Tom Michael Brady Vick. against the, the, the Titans. But, yeah, Michael Vick, Eagles. Against Washington. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just these epic outbursts. And that's just Calvin Johnson. You know what I mean? Julio Jones, 300 yards receiving. Like, that's – that's what we're talking about. And that defense right there is like, yeah, for that one game. And then watch Dallas next game is going to give up the entire ass. Probably they're going to play some. They have a good matchup. Who they play against next week. I, I don't know, but it, it, it's, it's a pretty good matchup. I, I can't remember who it was. It, it's coming. Cause, cause Dak will like trash, but the rest of his team, um, you know, T law, the young prince that's not crowned yet. Um, if you watch uh, first thing first, um, he gave 26 points, two touchdowns interception because he loves throwing picks um jay warren he started jay warren for pittsburgh pittsburgh was just yeah. a bad bad time stefan Diggs, 10 catches 102 and i think sauce was guarding him so he was killing sauce Gardner all game 
So I would have beat eight other teams in our league with my 119. That's tough. That's real tough. That's real tough. Um, My biggest week one draft disappointment, the easy answer for me is Lamar Jackson. He got me only nine points, under 200 passing yards, zero touchdowns. He's in a new offense with a new coordinator with brand new receivers and a juicy matchup with the Texans. But the correct answer for my biggest week one draft disappointment is Rashad Penny. I had extremely low expectations for this dude. He he was my fourth running back, but come on, man. He didn't even dress. Like, he was ruled inactive. I rage dropped him this morning. I was like, get out of here. The <laughs> quotes from Nick Sirianni were even worse. <laughs> what do he say? He basically, he, you got to look him up. It was a word salad, but it all equaled up to, like, we don't like him. <laughs> like, Boston Scott dressed ahead of him. So, See, yeah, really and that's so what I was talking Guys, remember in our draft special, I kept saying too many mouths to feed because I do know that later on, when you look later on, Dallas Gobbert, the tight end, got zero points too. So it's just it's just too many mouths, and it's just hard to keep up. You know, uh, your boy Jettis, though, 24 points, 9 for 150, and he did all that in the first half. He had like seven catches the first yeah. half, and the second half. Minnesota said, we're not throwing the ball to you anymore. We're good. I made a game-time decision when Mark Andrews was ruled out. I dropped Darnell Mooney and picked up Isaiah Likely to start in the tight end spot over Dalton Schultz. Uh, Neither Schultz or Likely did anything. I dropped Likely this morning as well as Rashad Penny. Uh, Did you see Jefferson got dropped today? Jefferson got dropped by who? What do you mean, got dropped? Jefferson, Jefferson, he got dropped. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I did not see Van Jefferson. Jefferson. Oh, Van Jefferson. Oh, man. Dang. <laughs> well, because he's like the third option. He's not um, getting any love in, in L.A., so. Yeah. Uh, my biggest week one surprise is Brees Hall, the Jet star rookie running back from last season before that you did a not serious knee injury took him down. Yeah, he fell to me in the seventh round. Um you know, with questions about his usage and the addition of Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook was pretty disappointing, only 13 carries for 33 yards. Brees Hall went 10 for 27, and uh, now with Rodgers out, they're going to have a tough time keeping his pitch count low. They, they got to play him now. Pour one out for the homie, man. Aaron Rodgers gone down. Green Bay, they're over here punching air because they thought they were in the first-round draft pick. Now they're getting a, they're going to get a mid-round second. Because the Jets' defense is good enough for them to win some mediocre games. Like, if you're the Jets, do you just say, we're just going to tank out now, and we're going to get into the sweepstakes? Because you know what? Yeah. Forget this season, bro. Like, there's just no way. we can't. You can't go through the season. Hopefully, Aaron Rodgers, who has his Achilles ruptured, um, it was gross to look at. You know, he might come back next year, but you'll be 40. Come back and trying to, like, do what? To do what? You know what I mean? You're not Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, I mean, what are you doing, man? Just, just go off into the darkness with your money, and you'll be fine. So, I, if I'm them, I would be like, hey, we're done. But, I mean, I don't know if the Jets are going to do that because then you get sweepstakes everything else. Um, hi, uh, side note, I think Carson Wentz will look great in a Jets uniform. I was high on Wentz last season. He proved everybody right who told me I was an, an idiot. Uh, so if they want to call him, I, I will watch that shit show. That's a bummer. What How do you feel about Rogers? Odell Beckham? Give him, 
Yeah. How do you feel about Del Beckham only giving you two catches for 37? So I'm a little disappointed, but I'm also fine. I knew he was like a project, and if something was going to happen with him, I'm going to have to be patient. Uh, I I got him so late that even if I pull the plug on him, it won't really matter, but I did expect more than five points from him. I can't play him until I see something, you know, unless I'm forced by injuries or bye weeks, but... It's interesting because his contract is late with just you have to he has to get points and get yards and touchdowns to get really paid so it's, yes. it's interesting how that works and with Lam- it's, it's just it's gonna be interesting how it turns out it's not like they were throwing the ball to everybody but him too you know what i mean um they didn't throw the ball for shit against houston so yeah we'll see he's my fourth receiver so it's not like I'm depending on him. I got some waiver claims on receivers. We'll get into the waiver claims. Let's dig into these box scores. Okay. All right. So the first one I, I got here is the Renegades versus the Clams. The Renegades won 102 to 97. It's a five-point game. That's pretty close. Digging into the numbers, I see the Clams lost negative eight points on all of Josh Allen's turnovers. Without those, he would have won. Yeah. He also would have won had he benched Buffalo's head coach. So that's a couple paths to victory that closed on That could have happened. Yeah. You know, um, I think fancy spotlight, though, another just poor one after the homie, Jay Dobbs went down. So he's he lost a legit – he lost his starting flex for the season. That's it. That's in addition to already losing Cooper Cup. Christ. Well, at least couple come back at least. Couple come back, so you know, um, with him scoring what he scored, he's gonna have top waiver claims, so he could jump in and grab one of the Rams' elder people, you know. So he could definitely jump and take that. Um, Stevenson getting twenty five yard rushing, but still getting eighteen points because all these little catches from um, yeah. Matt. Um, Matt, you know, I mean, it's it's legit, and I think Miles Sanders giving him seventeen yards and a fumble for seventeen points, a solid two. Tyler Boyd, that's a tough, that's a tough one. Um, Tyler Boyd has a tough one there. Um, solid kicker numbers, you know. Um, he also has Cincinnati defense on his bench. What's up with that? Um, <laughs> I was like, what? I didn't know that was there. Um, so yeah, it's it's an interesting situation where the renegade of funk, um, Michael Pittman Jr. So I said in the draft special that like, hey, he, uh, you know, AR has to throw the ball to somebody, and he's the guy. That's it. I mean, he made. Chicken salad out of chicken. Yeah, uh, Renegades here. He was able to win his game despite getting double zeros from Sky Moore and Dallas Goddard. That's pretty impressive. Usually one zero will sink your ship for the week. Yeah. Especially Pittsburgh defense. He had a lot of help. Solid four. Yeah, he had a lot of help from the San Francisco head coach, who he played against. He's a diehard Steelers fan. And he still played the 49ers head coach against the Steelers. He's like, I have to go with the guaranteed situation. That's that's an interesting take, the, starting this San Francisco head coach, but started the Pittsburgh defense against each other. That's interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting thing, the choice to do. Um, but Nick Chubb came through with 22 points. Dave Montgomery last Thursday came with 21 as well. So, again, you know, really solid. Um, you know, I think in the draft, I call, as I call them the road graders because he has some good running backs on his team. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, it, it's they came through. 
They came through and gave them the win. The only other note I have on this game is, and you can't blame either manager for this. They each started, Josh Allen started for the Clams. The Renegades started Jalen Hurts. But both were outscored by their much later big-name drafted backups. Kirk Cousins had 25 points to Allen's 16. And Russell Wilson had 24 points to Jalen Hurts' 18. Yeah, Jalen Hurts getting 18 points is, is, is an enigma because he, he runs. So this should be, and I get it, it's, it's a new offense-ish because the head coach is still probably going to control the offense, but the offense coordinator is gone. So there's a lot of new pieces, and they play against Belichick, and Belichick plays people tough. So, And, and there's film out on the Eagles now. Yeah, they have definitely understand what they're doing. And then Josh Allen is who we thought we thought he was. He's just, he's regressing again. This ain't good. So we're going over to the Boy Scout trombones versus Dead Money. Dead Money won this one 126 to 89. Both teams botched their quarterbacks in this one. Joe Burrow had five points for the trombones. Daniel Jones got nine points for Dead Money. That is just brutal. The trombones played a losing head coach. This is what the head coach does to us. So if he plays a winning head coach, he has 109. And if Money plays as a losing head coach, he has 106. So even though this game looks like a like a close to 40-point blowout, the, the head coach swing is real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. Um, you know, Dead Money, though, presented the better team. Mm-hmm. I guess his his not present a better team, but his team showed up. Um, Trombone's team just didn't, you know. With dead money, you had Devontae Smith. You like he's the offense that happened there for forty seven yards, seven catches, a lot of short passes there, but a tutty. Uh, Pollard seventy yards. He combined catches and carries was under fifteen. So, like I said, if he stays under fifteen, he's money. He goes under fifteen, he's gonna get hurt. Derrick Henry, all hail to King. Um, they used him. They're going to run him to the ground, so why not? Amari Cooper, 37 yards. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cam Akers, um, I don't – Don't I think – watch out. Buyer, we, buyer beware in, in L.A. with the Rams here because they carried the ball uh-huh. well over 30 times that game. So this buyer beware. Like, do not – this is not normal. Where the, the the starter and the backup both had like well over fifteen carries, like this just doesn't work like that, you know. Akers had twenty two carries for twenty nine yards. Yeah, 20, 22 carries for twenty nine yards. Like, go home. What are you doing? Are, are you even a football <laughs> player at that point? Shit, that that is a lot of damn carries. And you know, you know, Swift, Swift, one one carry, three yards. He had one catch. There you go. Yeah, and he had a carry for three yards. Um, I think D Johnson is hurt. I think yeah, Rashad Penny oh, yeah. not even dress. D Johnson's hurt now. So that's something. Well, I was gonna say to DeAndre Swift, he got one point. Rashad Penny didn't even dress. He scored one less point than DeAndre Swift. Yeah, it's true. Um Trombone, Boy Scout Trombones, though, they can hang their hat on one of their best players on their team, their kicker. <laughs> Four field goals. You know what I mean? Uh, he missed extra point, but my man, he 17 points for a kicker is like gold. You just like, that's that's money time, baby. You know? 
Um, James Connor, he will be a zombie by end of season. You mark my words. Um, did did uh, the Commanders beat Arizona? Yeah, it wasn't pretty. It was I, they didn't yeah. deserve to. There was a drive the the first touchdown drive of the, for the Commanders. They went ninety like ninety one yards in two minutes and forty five seconds. Sixty seven of those yards were on penalties. Christ. And then they did. Then they didn't move the ball down the field again until the fourth quarter, basically. Yeah, it wasn't mm. pretty. Deontay Johnson, three catches, forty eight yards. He he is now out for a couple of weeks with a hamstring injury. Trombones didn't have Christian Watson in this either. He was scratched before the game. So he has injury issues all of a sudden. Major. Christian Watson's looking pretty solid. I might try to make a trade for Christian Watson. Um, what's his name? The Monster, though, he when he played, he did a good job. You know what I mean? Uh, but it was an air raid trying to keep up together, keep with the Chargers in that game. So they didn't really run the ball like they should. But he looked good. You know what I mean? Like I said, when he's healthy, he's a very solid back. And But he gets hurt, though. So that's tough. That's a tough matchup. What's the next matchup? Well, I got one more note on this. So oh, yeah? Dead Money has a quarterback controversy already. Daniel Jones had the 104 yards, two picks for nine points. He has Anthony Richardson on his bench. He's going to be starting him next week, I, I I would believe. And then I know I said you don't have to worry about tight end, but Dead Money has to. He got a zero from Chiki Okonkwo from the Titans. He's going to have to find a better tight end than that. I didn't even see he had Gainwell, so he had another Philly. There's another Philly running back up here, but this one on the bench actually did, actually did something. For, he had for Brian Robinson on his bench, too. Yards. Jeez. Brian Robinson, 59 yards, uh, caught a touchdown, 18 points. He had two touchdowns on the bench from Romeo Dobbs. So Dead Money had one of the better, probably behind you and the New Day co-op, probably had the third best week. He had, well, he had a lot of stuff going on. He had Dobbs actually score some catches, touchdown. He was a red zone threat. And then DJ Moore was only two catches. That's tough. Dobbs, Dobbs hmm. probably benefited from Watson being out. Uh, on to the next game, we got Smash Hawk. For Sweetness 34, right. Smash Hawk won this one, 99-93. This was a close, low-scoring game. Uh, he only got seven points Nobody. from Dak Prescott, but that was due to the ridiculous game flow of the Giants just throwing up on themselves. The Cowboys didn't need Dak to do anything. He had a disappointing game from okay. uh, Rashad White, even though he got 12 points. Jamar Chase didn't do anything. Only eight points, five catches for 39 yards. So he was able to eke out a victory here. Sweetness 34 had the first three players in his box score are Justin Fields, Bijan Robinson, and Aaron Jones. They combined for 61 of his 93 points. The next seven spots combined for 22. Yeah. Yeah. Um, George Kittles, three for 19. Brock Purdy's throwing the ball. Brock Purdy don't look as dressed, man. I swear he don't. Um, You know, um, Marvin Williams in his high-flying game, where points are being scored, they were not throwing his way. Um, You know, Dijon, you know, Robinson got that catch for a touchdown. Beyond that, he didn't really do a whole lot. That catch really salvages his numbers there. Um, Justin Fields just... You know, Chicago, Chicago does not play good against Green Bay. So just we need to wrap that up. And then here's another interesting, and I'll 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 pass it back to you. Um, 
he started Miami defense and then started the Charger head coach. So it's again, I, I, that's so weird to me. Like you're, you're betting against yourself. Like you want the defense to do well, that's the most points, but then you're voting against the chart, the head coach. Like it doesn't work like that. You don't score 20 and 20, 20 and 10. You don't go 10 and 10. Like you're going to take a major L if you do that. It's just strange to see it. Yeah, you're right. Uh, he paid for it. The two combined game a negative 11, and he lost this game by six points. So look no further than that if you want to wonder where you went wrong when you filled out this lineup. Uh, Smash Hawk, he got the win, but he didn't have any players reach 20 points on his starters or on his bench. Um, Yeah, I mean, surprising. Michael Thomas, the zombie known as Michael Thomas, reappeared 5 for 61. He survived the game. So can't be mad at that. Um, Graham Gano, negative two. God. Yeah, tough. Missed two field goals, man. That's tough. That just sucks. I would be looking you for know? a new kicker, would you? Yes. Absolutely. You never give me you never give me a negative and you're gonna stay on my team. You gotta go. <laughs> you Especially in week go. one. Week one, like you, so, you're a kicker. You're expendable. On to our last box score of week one. We got mile high salute, one hundred and sixteen points to stealing the wins. 110 points and i felt really bad for stealing the wins when i opened up this box score and i saw he needed seven points from aaron Rodgers to steal the victory and we all know what happened aaron Rodgers four plays into the game yeah it it, it sucks you we hear like i saw i saw a guy on twitter lose the game by like 0.7 of a point because he's needed aaron Rodgers to play and just goes down. I'm I'm sorry to all fancy owners that drafted him because even I said there's major boom or bust. Golly, I didn't know it was gonna be an explosion. Like he's just gonna like just just it, you know. Um, but in other news though, he kept it close with um, you know, he got your man Brown uh, as Matthew Berry is guaranteed, guaranteed, guaranteed to have. Uh, McCaffrey, your boy, he will never drafts again. He gave he had a. He had a long run. He had a touchdown. He has catches, 152 on the, on the ground. Like, McCaffrey went off. So, I tip my hat to him on that. Uh, Herbert in Chicago gave him a 12. New England defense, even though they played it tight, nice 10 points. And then um, Zay Flowers, a nice, a nice little 16 points, 9 for 78 with the slash and whatever that. And Matthew Stafford just being who he is always, stat stuffing. 334 yards, but no touchdowns. That's what Stafford does. So to the Aaron Rodgers loss, he already has his replacement on his roster in the form of, you know, a rejuvenated Matt Stafford. And then to Zay Flowers, he left 16 points on his bench with him. Nine catches for 78 yards. But you know what? I'm happy. If I'm stealing the wins, I have a rookie wide receiver in his first game and he puts up 16 points on my bench. I'm not mad about that. Not mad at all. I, yeah. Sometimes bench points isn't as simple as like, Oh, if I had played him, I would have won. Like, no, he learned a lot about Zay flowers this week. Exactly. Now, and if you now want to talk could, about, he could, he could play Zay flowers later in place of Herbert, or he could play Zay in like wide receiver two numbers. Um, wide receiver two, even uh, K. Osborne, even though he had 331, I think he had like six, five or six targets. So even if he his numbers aren't large, there's the long-term money that you could have. You're like, you can't drop him because the boom is going to happen later. Just maybe they're trying to understand, especially when it comes to young wide receivers. But continue back to Maha Salute. 
Oh, well, one more thing I just thought of for stealing the wins. If coming out of this game with Rodgers going down and taking the zero and causing you the loss, like that's tough. But if I'm walking away from this, my biggest concern more than that is Najee Harris getting only 31 yards. Like this is, he's Trent Richardson now. You just, he's Trent oh, Richardson. No. no, no. He's Trent Richardson. But to my high school, he took a zero from T Higgins. No fault in playing T Higgins. Like, you're going to play him virtually every week. But a zero from Higgins, 13 from Hopkins, and 13 from Sutton. That's a combined 26. He left Brandon Ayuk's 32 on his bench, eight catches, 129 yards, and two touchdowns. I don't think he'll be making that mistake again. No, he ain't doing that again. That is must-start territory. Yes, yes. It is. He starts, and uh, I'd probably sit Sutton. You know what I mean? Because T. Higgins, I'm, you're going to have to bank that maybe Burrow, which, side note, pause. Everybody who got paid his past offseason had a terrible first game. Lamar, Burrow, Geno, Danny Rogers. Dimes, Rogers, and even Bolsa. Bolsa got paid, had zero sacks. Like, these guys got paid and literally took the first game off. I'm sorry. 83 yards is the worst just the modern era of a guy who of his caliber and that's it, even pain man will give you 140 or you know i mean at least 150 like 83 yards you'd even try and they pulled him out with five minutes left in fourth quarter but they're like it's it's over we're giving up so t higgins getting zero sucks especially against cleveland um mixing at 13 points is solid even barkley hopefully they could bounce back but the giants off the line so bad this year i'm not sure they have room to go that what's kind of stressing for me, if I had to see his team out of a glaring thing for me, is Watson. Because Watson gave you 26 points, and you're like, well, that's pretty good. You know what I mean? And I hear that, but it's 154 yards, and it's two total touchdowns. I get he's trying to get back to what he was, but that ain't Watson numbers. And Cincinnati wow. defense is more susceptible to that. He should at least get to 200 yards. So not even getting 100. Next game, we're going to – next week – we're gonna see. We're gonna pull the plug on Watson tonight. Right now, he's on plug watch. Right now, like he he should be dropped, and there's better out there, like because that's not good enough for a starting quarterback for that team. So before we get to the the waiver wire wonders for this week, I went through the tight ends just now. All the starting tight ends, mind you, there was no Travis Kelsey this week. There was no Mark Andrews. But there was only one double-digit point scorer for tight end in the in the entire league this week, and that was T.J. Hawkinson with eleven. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. But yeah, let's get to the waiver wire guys. Uh, I have some claims in already. I'll I'll name who I got claims in. I got one on Jesus. Puka Nakua, Sam Laporta, Kyron Williams, Tutu Atwell, Melvin Gordon the third, and Darnell Mooney, who I dropped prior to last game. Um. I have two roster spots because I dropped Likely and uh, who was the other fool I dropped? Oh, Rashad Penny. <laughs> you know, the waiver wire is interesting because in our league, um, Zay Jones is available. Um, he's turning into wide receiver two in Jacksonville, big body wide receiver. Um, he was very I'm good not, last year. I'm just not sold on um, the Rams. Um, the Samoan guy's name. He's, his name's crazy. Puka Nakua. Yeah, I'm not sold on it because if Cooper comes back, his value just gets neutralized. Mm-hmm. Atwell might be the better. What if Natwell will keep his job? 
What if Cooper doesn't come back though? He'll be back. Like what He'll if it's back. a I don't know. Um Kevin Bourne looks like a great pickup at wide receiver, uh running backs. Oh Ke- Kendall um, Bourne. Yeah. Um Gus um yeah, he's going yeah, to take Gus over Edwards. the next he one. He had 8 carries got. for 32 yards. Yeah. So he's going to be the next man up on the Ravens so Justice you need that. Hill scored. Um and then Jay yeah, he's his handcuff so you need that. Zach yeah, Ertz Hill, had a Bolter, bunch of catches touchdowns. but no yards. Yep, and then you also have um, Sam Laporta for Detroit. Um, there's some chemistry there. And even um, D. Smite from Miami, if you're looking for tight ends, um, if they keep throwing the ball like they're throwing. I don't think it'll be like that in uh, New England. Even um, Hunter Henry, like he's try- he's w- coming from the grave to become better than what he was. Because let me tell you, it, it's I been keep a hearing tough time for Henry. Um, I keep mm-hmm. hearing his his name on fantasy podcasts because Bill O'Brien is back, and you know he ran the New England offense when they had Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. So maybe there's something to Hunter Henry having a nice season in the Patriots offense. Hunter Henry isn't Gronk or Aaron Hernandez. That's the problem. <laughs> he's 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 not those right. athletes for. They were anything. Um, we didn't mention ESPN as garbage team. You know, what I mean? oh, yeah, he had a buy, but he did have, he did have some players. Yeah, the bye week guy. He he had you know he, he had a bye week, so he didn't really set his team up. You know, and his points really didn't matter because it's just a buy. But you know, he had some good standouts here. He had um, AJ Brown fourteen, Chris Olave. Eight for one twelve. Chris Olave is clear number one now in New Orleans, so um, that's very solid. If you get him, get him. Kyle Pitts two for forty four. He is who we thought we were. You know what I mean? Um, Green Bay defense really showed up from as well. So, but Alvin Kamara being out, Jerry Judy being out, like he's gonna have a tough time next week um, because he put up one hundred eight points. So maybe not, but it could be bad times for him. I can tell you, he would have beat five teams this week. So you know, middle of the pack. Oh. Okay. An- another waiver player you know, who is interesting um, is yeah. Josh- Joshua Kelly. 16 carries for 91 yards and a touchdown. That's 21 points, you know, which should be a high scoring Chargers offense. Okay. Um, next week on fantasy quarterbacks, you got uh, Baker Mayfield against Cincinnati, um, against the Chicago defense. I gave this ranks 30th. Ryan Tannehill against uh, the rank 32nd. Um, CJ Stroud, who showed pretty impressively against uh, Baltimore last week. Um, they're going against the Indies pass defense, which is not that great. And uh, Matt Jones going against Miami, which high scoring affair. So why not? And uh, Broncos defense is available in our league. They're scheduled. They're, they're projected to get 13 points. They're pretty solid. And then Giants defense projected to score 12 against Arizona. But are they going to show up or not? That's a question. Yeah, if I need a quarterback this week, I'm taking Mac Jones. If I need one long term for the season, I'm taking Jordan Love out of the ones available here. Jordan Love had a yeah. very good Jordan Love has kind of a tougher matchup with Atlanta. But yeah, he looked um he looked very competent in that um offense there. Um if I had to ask you, give me a stat line for Mr. Zach Wilson, who is gonna be starting for the um New York Jets. Uh, what's his touchdown interception ratio this year for the season? Oh boy. For season. 
It's gonna be something sad. Like, <laughs> Your face. Like it's gonna be like oh. nineteen to seventeen. Damn. Nineteen seventeen. You can get bench where he gets there. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I so I think we covered everything this week. You got anything else before we get to our Hall of Fame nominee? I want to apologize to the Browns fans out there because I made a comment last cast saying that why would you have the Browns head coach? That's a joke. That's ridiculous. Why would they, whatever, and then they actually smackety clap the cheeks of the Cincinnati Bengals. And, uh, yeah, I, you know what? I didn't see it coming. But then I find out later on that the Bengals haven't beat the Browns at home in forever. Yeah, so you said that, and then he dropped the Browns head coach who won, and he picked up the Denver head coach who lost. So maybe he shouldn't have messed the with same, the... Why the same exact score to the Raiders that they lost to him last year, 17-16. The Bengals got skunked last year against the Steelers in, in, in week one. Uh, I, I, Joe Burrow, man, I'm just I, I'm just happy. I mean, you don't say it's going to play out, I guess, but Joe Burrow, 83 yards week one is just very disappointing. I, I don't even – if I had to think, like, between Joe Burrow's, Josh Allen's, or, like – it should be like a third QB that was really bad. Danny Dimes, like Joe Burrow's one is the worst because Joe Burrow, to me, he just eight three yards is pathetic. Josh Allen just can't see people, so he just crazy forced the ball too much. And Danny Dimes had his time in the pocket before he got sacked was on average of one point five seconds. One point five seconds. You don't have time to throw the ball, man. Who plays this Thursday? Then so then we'll wrap it up. Oh, I hate the Thursday this game. Thursday, I think it's Philly. I think it's Philly. Um, they're playing against... Uh, and the Vikings. The, is it? Yeah. It's supposed to be... Because the they're going to like... Can the Eagles can Eagles shut down Justin Jefferson? And Justin Jefferson is an absolute monster. So I hope he just kills him. You know what I mean? So that would be interesting how that plays out there. Um, so... We always end our we end our cast with a uh, fantasy Hall of Famer, Billy. Who is your fantasy Hall one. of Famer this week? So, because you went with Eddie George last week, I'm going back to the Titans. I'm taking Chris Johnson out of East Carolina U- Chris University. Johnson, CK two K. Yeah, he had two thousand nine hundred and sixty all-purpose yards and twenty four touchdowns in it. Then he was drafted by Tennessee in the first round of the 2008 NFL draft. He ran a then record-breaking 4.24 seconds in the 40-yard dash at the Combine. He was with the Titans from 2008 to 2013, spent one year with the Jets, and then three years with the Cardinals to end his career. NFL Offensive Player of the Year in 2009, first-team All-Pro in 2009, three-time Pro Bowler from 2008 to 2010, 2009 NFL Rushing Leader, had a record 2,509 yards from scrimmage in 2009. He finished his career with 9,651 rushing yards, 4.5 yards of carry, 55 rushing touchdowns. It was a glorious time back then, 09. The 08 was him and um, Rondell White. It was like thunder and lightning. He'd get him all the way down the field, and Rondell White would just come in and score that touchdown. <laughs> a two-yard carry for a touchdown. You ain't stopping it. It was, it was guaranteed. 
It was good time. Yeah, he, he he was like a comet. The pride of Eastern Carolina. Yeah, yep, pride of Eastern Carolina. Yeah. All right, so. It sure is. Yeah, uh, everybody enjoy week two. Get your lineup set. Get your waiver claims in, and we'll see you next week. All right, guys. Have a good night.